Welcome back to Sorta Star Wars Podcast, the podcast that's sorta about Star Wars and sorta about Marvel with me. With who? Me. Who's me? Melody. This is a sorta Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Back it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Hi, Melody. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. Um, how are you doing? Um, okay. Good. So, thank you for that. Um, we just watched Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. The Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Were you excited about it? <laughs> uh, I was telling myself I was excited about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did that work? It did. Okay, good. It did. Because I know this was one that you were not really excited about. Yeah, I for some reason thought that we watched this already however i think we watched ant-man and the wasp really yeah probably Which, not yeah i think you probably we did. just remember the wasp from the last couple movies no i think i don't I... remember a single second of the ant-man and the wasp no uh i definitely remember watching or being in the room with you when you were watching some ant-man movie and I was I don't I wasn't paying enough attention or didn't have enough of the backstory or maybe there wasn't any backstory in whatever movie it was. Anyway, uh I did not enjoy it, so I was not looking forward to this one. Oh. Interesting. But ooh, excuse me. Uh I did enjoy this one. It's good. Good. It's nice to like I like backstories. I feel like those are very important right. for me. Origin uh, stories. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, anyhow, this was good. This is a great origin story. Yeah, yeah. They do a lot of explaining. <laughs> yeah. And Paul Rudd is a great Ant-Man. Yeah. What bothers me a little bit, okay, is that um, Paul Rudd doesn't know the technology. He doesn't know, like, if the suit breaks, does he know how to fix it? He doesn't know anything about PIM particles that are required to fuel the suit. So, when... Hank Pym dies. Right. The suit just dies too. So they didn't get into any of that. Like, what is a Pym particle? Right. He was working on the suit when he was training. He he was like, um, yeah, he was doing something to the suit. You're right. I don't know what he was doing. but So I don't know if he was, because I thought about that when they showed that. I was like, how does he know how to work on this thing already? But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were, maybe he was teaching him. Maybe on Pim on a teaching. scale from a concrete floor to Chris Hemsworth, how attractive do you find Paul Rudd? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say like a uh, um, <laughs> like a, a scale from one to ten. No, no, one wait, wait, being trying... the concrete floor, <laughs> yes. ten being Chris Hemsworth. Right, I'm with you. Um, you could just give me a number; it might be easier. <laughs> no, I have a good. <laughs> I have a good. Seems analogy. like it's just on the tip of your tongue. Like a a 2014 um, Toyota Sienna. <laughs> uh, like he looks, he's like kind of attractive in a practical way. <laughs> he has a very practical body. Yeah. When he's, when he's in his training with Hope, he's yeah. They I show mean, his they, muscles. Oh man, he has realistic <laughs> body type. I mean, pretty unrealistic as far as like <laughs> the apps go, but 
He's not like super jacked. Yeah. But he's very fit, looks like it. Yeah, I think his his personality is more attractive to me than his yeah. um looks. Yeah, you're attracted to funny guys. What? With ugly bodies. <laughs> I know how you feel. <laughs> um on a scale from <laughs> concrete floor to Chris Hemsworth, how attractive am I? No. Oh. <laughs> We're talking like a twenty seventeen Sienna. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> So very practical. Yeah. I think the 2017s you said were uglier than the 2014s. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. What? <laughs> um, I just told you you're more attractive than Paul Rudd to me. So That's pretty good. You should feel kind of good about that. I'll tell you a secret. You're almost <laughs> as attractive as Paul Rudd to me. <laughs> wow. If you're a little bit funnier. Right. Let's keep it PG here on the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um. So we got a uh, a little Avenger action in this movie. A little? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a lot. I felt like <laughs> there's one scene with the Falcon. There was a lot of tie-in. Yes. They talk about Hydra. They bring Hydra in. Right. Uh, they go to the Avenger complex. We they had, had Howard, Stark. Howard Stark there. Yeah. There was a lot of tie-in. Yeah. Like almost gimmicky for me. <laughs> It's no, it happened right after Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because he said about like I know. And I know that's like what they do in the Marvel movies. It just was like, Okay, we get it. You're part of the thing. Well, it does seem like (laughs) if the world's gonna end because this guy's creating this thing, it does seem like the practical move would be to call Tony Stark. Right. I was like, Why would they not I mean I know they kind of explained that, but he doesn't want the Starks to get his technology. Yeah. Um Yeah, they also mentioned that like dropping a city the like, Avengers have never like taken technology and ruined anything with it, though. No, no. <laughs> Which reminds me of a note that I made about this movie being so very similar to the Hulk and Iron Man. Yeah, it's that same situation where it's like someone came up with something, and someone else wants to duplicate that thing, and they don't know how, and they just make it but worse. Yes. <laughs> um, and that's the villain. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened in both those movies, and it's what happened in this movie yeah. too. Yeah. Except the, I guess the um, yellow jacket, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, was, I mean, that is supposed to be like scary. Like soldiers are kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's definitely like a frightening thing. The Ant-Man is a lot less frightening. Yeah. What did you think about him like using all the insects, the ants as his like helpers? and? It's a little comic book-ish, I feel like, but. <laughs> Right. Well, he has that, like, thing that he hooks up to his ear. Yeah. But anybody can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a thing that he, only he can do. Right. It's not like a superpower. Right. He learned how to do it. Right. Pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. It's just, what is the technology in that thing? Like, yeah. they don't really go into that at all. Um, I don't know. It is kind of strange. Is it only ants? Why is it only right. ants? Right. Why is it not other insects or other animals? Yeah. And then, like... He has to concentrate pretty hard to get them to, like, flip the penny around, right? That's four ants. But then when he goes into this battle, there's, like, thousands of ants. And they're all doing individual tasks and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's one loophole. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I really wasn't expecting any loopholes in this story. Um, No, I appreciated uh, Paul Rudd's squad as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, With Luis and T.I. and... Russian guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like those guys. Kumar look alike. 
Who? The Russian guy? Yeah. Did that look like Kumar? Yeah, I just felt like he was supposed to be Kumar. <laughs> I feel like they wanted Kumar like from to Harold play. from and Kumar? Yes. I feel like they wanted him to play that role, and then they're like, shoot, we can't get him for this movie, so we'll find somebody else that could play that role. <laughs> this is the only other guy. Interesting. Interesting. I never would have put those two together. Really? Yeah. Is Kumar Am the I one saying that the was right in person? House? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Star Trek. No, those... That's one and the other. One, what? Kumar, was in House. Harold was in Star Trek. Okay, I'm thinking of Harold. Sorry. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> Does that make more sense? <laughs> Not really in my mind, but if you say so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was unavailable. <laughs> so they got some Russian guy with sideburns. <laughs> um, uh, he was probably filming Star Trek. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, anyways, yeah, I like their little crew. Um, I like how even once he became Ant-Man, he still used his crew. Mm, yeah. They were still needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got a little fight between Ant-Man and the Falcon, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, again, I don't like the Falcon. <laughs> I don't know why, but I mean, like, the fact that he could, like, see him everywhere he goes. Was yeah, like, that was, yeah. It was, I mean, he made it kind of fun. I mean, the two of them mm-hmm. together, they're both mm-hmm. kind of funny. Um, so I like that. Um, a problem I do have with Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Okay. We just watched it. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, was it's the very first time that that guy goes into the suit and he has no, nothing yeah. at, similar at all to how yeah. Paul Rudd was the first time he went into the suit. He got shrunk down. And he's like, yeah, I'll fight. Yeah, this is no problem. Yeah. The other guy didn't know, I mean, what's his name? Scott Lang. Didn't have yeah. a clue what he was doing. Right, he, he had to be trained. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a little, that's another loophole. That's maybe the wow. second loophole. <laughs> yeah. But overall, it was fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What, did you have any thoughts? I feel like I've just been talking nonstop. No, that's okay. I was trying to think uh, through some of the things that I noticed when I was watching it, but. I don't think any of them were like significant. Yeah, there's. I, I didn't like that he like when he was very the very first time he put the suit on, and he jumps out of the bathtub and falls down through the crack in the bathroom floor, which right there is kind of like really like there's, there's a, crack a crack that leads the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. And then he falls through there and falls through the ceiling on the next floor, but then he lands on the floor of the dance party. Like, well, why didn't he break through that floor? Well, the ceiling slowed him down. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. I don't. Yeah, it is weird. That he's he like f- heavy. Does he right, have the weight right. of a two hundred pound person? That's what it seems like. Yeah. Because he like when he falls on top of the car, it makes a big dent right. in the car. But he didn't when he fell on the record. <laughs> it didn't do anything. I'm like, what? I don't understand the inconsistencies here. Yeah. So that's one inconsistency I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I kept like getting to these moments where like, oh, I, I should write that in my notes, and then like, the moment passes, and then I'm like. I have my notes app open <laughs> yeah. and I'm just staring at the You're TV like, screen what, watching was it the movie. Put on here? Yeah, yeah, and then five minutes later I can't remember. Yeah. I was actually when we were done, I was actually gonna rewind it because there's one thing that I wanted to say, but mm. I don't remember what it is now. Um although the ending fight scene I did appreciate because it takes place like they're miniaturized. Yeah. Right? In like a kid's room. Mm-hmm. And so like everything that seems big, like the carpet is like a jungle and like the train is like a like the toy train is like an actual train, right? right? Um, but it all takes place inside this tiny little space. Yeah. Rather than wrecking an entire city, 
<laughs> you wrecked like, like one less. room of yeah. a house, which yeah. was okay. Well, they mean, they did break a giant hole in the ceiling of the house. So right, yeah. They pretty much destroyed the whole house, but... <laughs> <laughs> they yes. got paid insurance. Yeah, and they shrank an entire building into the quantum realm, but... Is that what yeah. happened to that? That was a weird I explosion. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I could kind of gather. Yeah. That was good, though. Yeah. I didn't quite understand. So, speaking of the quantum realm, that's a very hard phrase for me to say. Oh, just get used to it because oh, you're going to hear it like 40,000 times good. over the next couple of movies. Great. Um, if Ant-Man is involved, just put quantum before every <laughs> single word that you say. Perfect. <laughs> um. Anyway... Uh, so he is in the quantum realm and he's shrinking and he's kind of like delirious a little bit, it seems like. And he figures out that he could take those little discs and stick it in his, um, regulator. Regulator. That's what it's called. <laughs> is it called that? I that's think what it it's is. Called, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, how did, I don't, they didn't really explain any of that. Right. Like, no, he puts it in and then he twists it. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So what well, was in there? His regulator. What was inside there? What was inside the regulator? Gigabytes. <laughs> like, um, was there another disc in there? I don't understand. Uh, it was, um, oops, I did it again. Britney's <laughs> mini disc. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, from... It's one of those mini disc players. I remember those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who didn't understand that then. No. Uh, I didn't. Either. And then why did he not remember any of that for Dr. Prim? Yeah, I don't know Pram? if he. Prism? Does he actually not remember or is he like saying that because he doesn't want the other guy to like feel like there's hope? Why for would his... there not be hope for her? Oh, because he probably didn't make those because... extra discs <laughs> till after she. Well, I don't know if he. Maybe he doesn't know if that'll work again yeah. or I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not sure that it'll hmm. work again. It's not like it even like clipped in in like it was like the similar size and shape to what was in there no he had to like hold it yeah in he, like there. just pushed it in there and like yeah. you twist it and it activates it yeah like, yeah it didn't really make that's sense strange that's probably a fourth loophole we found <laughs> i guess <laughs> um but yeah that was at least he got out mm-hmm. yeah. i was worried there for a minute mm-hmm. it was his daughter's voice that brought him back yeah yeah kids <laughs> right <laughs> so on a scale of concrete florida chris emsworth uh how much did you like this movie <laughs> um the concrete floor being the 10 obviously. i'll say 2008 <laughs> so we had avalon oh yeah very smooth enjoyable ride basic but like not great to look at yeah <laughs> i get that <laughs> on a, a scale now let's do um pin particles okay <laughs> on a scale from one to ten pin particles do they get smaller as they multiply though <laughs> quantum on a scale from one to ten quantum regulators <laughs> perfect what would you rate this in mini discs <laughs> a scale from one to ten britney mini discs <laughs> what would you rate this movie uh i would rate it think about it yeah probably like a five wrong a good solid five or six a healthy five a healthy five or six yeah like a five who's about to graduate (laughs) yeah yeah 
It's like when you're moving from the fourth grade to the fifth grade. Right. Um, just a five even, <laughs> not like a five point two or. Uh, we'll do. We'll go with five point eight. Oh, so almost a six, like almost a six. Yeah, like he could I, wear five-year-old's clothes, but you're probably better off just put him in six-year-old's clothes. Sure, because they're bound no. To be it's there. like he's a five-year-old, but he wears a six. Mm, okay, <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. So, uh, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> so five point eight. Yeah. Gotta keep this in our running tally. Right. Go ahead. You were gonna ask me something. So, on a scale of one to ten, quantum realm regulators how many chris hemsworths <laughs> would you rate this movie mm, i would rate it one hope pim and i think you know what i mean by that <laughs> no <laughs> hope yeah pim. i don't know, Do you know who that is yeah uh-huh right explain it to me <laughs> some more she's like she's like like nine chris hemsworths oh Okay. <laughs> yeah, if she didn't have bangs, then she'd be a ten. <laughs> you don't want her to have bangs, <laughs> like <laughs> at all. Cut them down the whole way. <laughs> How short are bangs? Like, are all short hair bangs? Uh, I don't know. What like? Hmm. Can we phone a friend? How, how far? How far back can you cut your bangs before they're just like a front buzz? <laughs> What were you asking me? <laughs> I'll just go from the <laughs> floor to hope Pim how many Chris Hemsworth make up a canoe. Sure. <laughs> I would say um six point eight. Oh wow. You yeah, like, I did you like, like Paul Rudd that much. I did like I do like it a lot. It's not yeah. like one of my top ones. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Um an easy watching one, I think. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd is funny. Well, oh, you said six point eight. I said, or you no, said five point eight. I said six point eight. Oh man, stealing my numbers. Six point seven then. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds better. We don't want to match, right? <laughs> what are you getting? No, I'm not getting that. <laughs> I can't get the same thing as you. That'd be embarrassing. So embarrassing. Well, all right. Well, should we get to bed? Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Molly, for being here. Sure. Yeah, I'll be here all night. Oh. Whether you like it or not. So, like here, I got plans. <laughs> I was thinking I would take a nap in this chair, but <laughs> doubtful. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.